your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. BGK pulls out an overtime win in Tampa Bay to even their record on this road swing at one and one as goalie Aiden Hill is sent back to Las Vegas. Hi again, everyone. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find us on Twitter at Lockdown VGK at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G on Twitter. And also make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. The Golden Knights won in Tampa last night, Chris, in overtime. It was a 4-3 to three final. Alec Martinez scoring the game winner, and VGK now earns two big points in a, a day, on a day, I should say, in which Aiden Hill was sent back to Las Vegas, and Yeri Patera was shipped east all the way from Coachella Valley. Let's talk about the game last night. It was one that was marred with 122 penalty minutes. That was my kind of <laughs> hockey game, by the way. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun, right? The emotional, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this how many times, guys, the the bench clearing brawl baseball analogy that brings the team together late in the season, you know, and that was kind of that moment. Uh, looked like Maroon almost speared um, Colasar to kind of get that whole thing started. And, uh, you know, when it was done, Colasar had a bloody lip and it wasn't from the extra stuff. It was from that one shot right there. So I'm curious if the league is going to see that or take a look at that. But, man, I mean, White Cloud's out there throwing haymakers. Howden's in there. Corey Perry is just punching anything. I mean, I you hate Corey Perry unless he's wearing your team's jersey and he's out there hitting everything. And, you know, it was uh, like Jack Eichel was throwing his body out there. Tanner Janot, who was just traded uh, from Nashville to Tampa, was messing with Eichel. I didn't like the the hit where Eichel is just kind of skating one direction, watching the puck. Like, it's not like he's skating with his head down. He's watching the puck that is, you know, 20 feet from him trying to decide where to go. And Janot, to quote the Tampa Bay TV feed, accidentally and purposely bumps uh, bump cycle. That's the type of stuff that takes just players out for long periods of time. And you don't want to see either team do it. I don't like when the VGKs do that. I don't like when that happens to our players. Those, those types of hits, those are just more dangerous than an open ice, you know, thump like uh, someone like Braden McNabb is going to lay on you. So fun game, got the job done. Two points is two points, and, uh, you know, got another big game coming up. Corey Perry, he almost submitted Nick Haig. I think he almost had the, the choke on him. I was surprised. Haig's got to be a better fighter. But two players that should never be in fights, never, ever, are Jack Eichel and William Carlson. William Carlson. So Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot and and Eichel. Eichel, just, you know what, just skate away. He kept yapping after that at the end of the second period, right? And I was watching this over, I was over at Mandalay Bay and watching it with one of my friends. And, you know, that's one of the things that you should never do. We were talking about Tanner Janot yesterday when he had that big KO last week. And he also threw down Braden McNabb like a sack of potatoes. Let's face it, okay? You don't want to mess with this guy. And it also showed me that VGK really doesn't have very many fighters. Uh, the guy that was surprising in that big melee 
was Chandler Stevenson, who I forget who he was. He was pushing somebody's head into the ice, just pushing him down. That was kind of funny. But And then Carlson gets in the middle of that uh, little fight there towards the end of the second period. It's basically saved by the bell because Stamkos was tripped by Petrangelo. And then Carlson, and Stamkos is going after him. And did you see Wild Mild Bill holding on for dear life? He really was. It was it was pretty crazy. But those two guys, seriously though, should never be fighting. There were some crazy goals in this game. Vasilevsky is not the goalie that he once was. I mean, what's Vasilevsky going to do, right? You know, you see that first goal. There's nothing. No one's stopping. You got Keegan Colasar, whose stick bumps the pass from Teddy Bluger, um, but no one's play. no one's stopping that. And then right. the. When you saw the power play goal, two games in a row with a power play goal, guys, when you saw the power play goal, uh, Chandler Stevenson on the tip, like at first, the first replay, you're like, oh, okay, that's like a seeing eye shot. Then you see the the tip. I mean, no one's stopping that. And then, yeah, the William Carlson accidental, uh, you know, now listen, Tony, this was a plan here. Hold on. Before you uh, jump on poor William Carlson here. Nikita Kucherov. No, he was imitating Nikita Kucherov. That's what he was doing. Nikita Kucherev has scored goals where he go, comes in on the breakaway and he acts like he's going to move the puck and uh, and deke, but he never touches the puck and it rolls straight in. That was an intentional play. He's been watching tape on Nikita Kucherev. Was Riley Smith uh, watching, you know, that Super Bowl replay with the hold there at the end of the game? Because did you see it was a two-on-one and go back and watch that. Go back and watch the replay. Okay. Because Riley Smith was holding, uh, the, it was the two-on-one. Whoever the defender was, he was holding him back. He stuck. He stuck. Was this right at the end? Was this in regulation or right you know, in the two-on-one that Carlson scored? Oh, no, 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 no. He wasn't holding. He did what he did what any, and I will go back and watch. He grabbed him with the left hand. He I didn't see the grab, but oh, if I miss that, so be it. But you on, see you this all the time. This. I will no, watch it, but no, but what you see all the time is when there is a situation like that, you will see the forward take a line where is it interference, is it not interference, whatever, but they skate in front of the player like they're going to the net to slow him down. And I didn't see that part. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but uh, along the refs, I put a tweet out there last night, and I like all the VGK Facebook pages and social groups were – we're flipping out about the refs last night. <clears throat> I don't understand why, starting with what you just said, Tony, first of all. And Jack Eichel at the end of the game, I still can't tell if the Tampa Bay player lost their footing or if Eichel's stick was there. I watched it closely a little bit as I was uh, you know, getting the crap out of my eye when I woke up this morning. And mm-hmm. the, I mean, even at the eye test, I'm surprised. Like, if it was a trip or wasn't, I'm still surprised it wasn't called just by the way it looked. I mean, sometimes just... It's time the player had, had crap, to sell it. But if you had crap in your eye, how could it pass the eye test? Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a fair statement. But point being is, uh, you got a melee. Everyone gets thrown out of the game, and VGK awesome. gets and, and VGK gets the power play, which was the right call. Um, and you watch the game itself. They had some third play, third period power plays. Like where? What did the rep, we had a high sticking double minor? You draw blood, you get a double minor. Like why? I why were the VGK fans complaining about the refs last night? Especially with what you said, Tony, about about Riley Smith. <laughs> yeah, go back and watch that, folks, because yeah. that was a blatant hold and whatever. But it was a, it was a great game. I thought it was fun. Wow, look at my mug. Twenty two, crazy, crazy cat. I got one of my I got my one of my wife's uh, mugs, and I, and I don't care. 
No shame. No shame. <laughs> you went deep, man. Okay, you need to put some more cups there in the uh, the washer. Uh, so, last night, last night, bro, uh, on the road, uh, we saw where, again, Aiden Hill is gone. He's back in Las Vegas. He wanted to come back uh, to watch some college hoops, I think. In any event, on this road trip, does VGK have another goalie that they will ship back east? Well, they ship someone back east. What do you mean? What do you mean ship back east? Like, what are you getting at? Logan are we gonna... Thompson is Logan Thompson? Okay, fair enough. Play? No, you're you're asking if one of our players are getting healthy. Then okay, I wasn't yeah, sure if you were like, do we have someone I mean, they, else besides Batier to bring up? Or... All the way from uh, Coachella Valley, and the festival hasn't started yet. Send them back east, right? Okay, I fixed I fixed the glass. Can you see that? Crazy cat, you are a crazy. Oh cat, no, dude. no, crazy cat, dude. Crazy cat, dude. Okay, I like that one better. But what you got to get rid of the whiskers, though. Okay, oh, we're keeping the whiskers. Florida Panthers whiskers. Um, so what so, are we do for the goalie carousel? What happens next? You know, you wonder what's, and, and that's the thing. Like you wonder. So at face value, oh my God, Aiden Hill is gone, and I'm I'm surprised we're in this spot in in 2023 where Aiden Hill is gone. The season's over. Ah, freak out, everybody. All right. So you wonder if. Another goalie is close right now. All we know is Brassois is IR. We know nothing else, you know, day-to-day to IR to who knows what that means. Reading between the lines, Logan Thompson. He's not going to miss the entire regular season, folks. Again, I'm saying that with the level of sarcasm because I'm all we can do is take what Cassidy's comments have been over and over. I think McCrimmon even once made the same mention uh, in the quick uh, deal as far as uh, his press conference. So, you know, maybe this is a stopgap right now. Patera, you know, go down there just in case we have to pull quick out of a game. Something happens in warmups, you know, whatever it may be. Patera is going to be there just to, you know, plug the hole if he has to come in and play. Um, the hope is maybe we hear Logan Thompson start skating at City National on his own while the team is on the road trip. And generally speaking, at least for the the regular skaters, non-goaltenders, once they start skating, they're usually four, five, six days away from getting out there. So, that's the hope right now. But in the meantime, you know, Jonathan Quick, and I'm glad you brought that up. So listening to Ashley Vice yesterday at the end of the game, interviewing Jonathan Quick, it almost felt like she went down a path that's it was it got a little, you know, asking Jonathan Quick, well, if you're if you have it to hold down the, the forts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't in the VGK script is what you're saying. I'm saying is it's a question that I was kind of surprised that but they're alluding to a possible long-term, you know, while all the, like, it just, when I, when I listened to it, I'm like, and I had to go back and it didn't sound like she fumbled. Like, you know, again, Ashley's awesome. I've had so many wonderful interactions. I'm not at all saying anything negative towards no, Ashley. No, no, I no, say no, this, but, 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 but we know, we know how contrived the coverage is sometimes and slanted towards VGK. Well, when you're, when your paycheck homers, comes from the Vegas it. Golden Knights, it's, that's how it's going to be. And Correct. that's not a and knock at all. There's certain lines that you can't cross there. So what did she say? I missed it. So the, no, the question was, you know, are you ready to, you know, possibly uh, hold down the net, you know, short term or something like that. And it just felt like a question like, okay, you know, obviously she's going to know more than, you know, a lot of people are about what happens and there's things she can and can't say. And again, that's what her job is, you know, being a VGK employee, but it led me to believe that we're going to see quick for a little while here, guys, because there's nothing else. I mean, there's quick, there's Patera. And then, uh, you know, next up is Jordan Papierni right now. And nothing against Paps. We love the guy, but, you know. Seville. What ECHL about Seville? Seville. Yeah, exactly. Well, Paps is the one that was called up, but, yeah. Right. So we'll see uh, exactly 
how that whole thing shake out. Let's do just a quick gander at the schedule here and see if what, there's what any path the where back we're going to. That's why I want to talk that's about exactly what I'm looking at right now. It's coming so, up this weekend. Remember? They yeah, Carolina, Carolina, St. Louis. St. Louis, yes. Honestly, it's going to be it, – it's probably quick, quick. It's probably going to be quick, quick. I mean – Oof. Oof. So how many – go ahead, Tony, if you got over, something. Over. I'm no, curious how over. many how many games he started this season. Yeah, just keep betting the over. That over shouldn't have hit last night, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it's it. It's okay, though, but it was a fun game. That was one of the best fun games that I've seen in a while in – Again, Chandler Stevenson, I think it was Pat Maroon. There's actually him and another player. And you just see you see Chandler Stevenson unexpectedly just smashing his head into the ice. Awesome. It's awesome. It was good. It was good old-fashioned hockey. Jonathan Quick's only had, uh, looks like, uh, 30 starts this entire season right now. So, you know, that's another thing for the VGK. Like, there's people that are still, and I might be uh, jumping my WTF here a little bit, but... There's people that are just all over Jonathan Quick. Like, why Jonathan Quick? Why Jonathan Quick? Well, Jake Allen was one of the other ones VGK was talking about. He's got a three-week injury right now. Not sure how long, you know, if that was something that was new or would have happened. But point being is Jake Allen is out one of the other targets. And all the other targets were really high-priced. And you didn't know, you know, what type of return you're going to get. Jonathan Quick, he's got something in the tank this season as far as not having a lot of breakdown. Now, the way this game started, you know, I put a tweet out there somewhere during the second. Quick was on was on pace to face roughly between 35 and 40 shots when the dust settled. And I think VGK. So, yeah, Tampa got 37 shots on goal that game. A few of those you can add for overtime and just the end of the game craziness. But VGK actually did plug that hole for a little while there. When they had when uh, Tampa had 20 shots uh, within the first 30 minutes of the game, I would say of the 37 Tampa shots, I'd probably guess seven of those came with the goalie pulled and uh, the overtime. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know if that's accurate or not. But point being is if you hold Tampa to 10 or so shots through, you know, another 25 minutes of play, you're doing something right on the defensive side of the ice. Coming up next, we'll talk about VGK's weekend back-to-back when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. It is that time of the year once again, NBA season coming down to the wire. And the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Also, with all the college action going on and March Madness and your brackets happening, you need to check out FanDuel because new customers get a no-sweat first bet. It's up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Superbook Sportsbook app. I should say it's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on every single thing from the money line to the point scorers to the three-pointers drained. And you can go to the spread, the money line, the totals. They have all sorts of great props. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine all of your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get the no-sweat first bet. It's up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn a lot more make every moment with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the national basketball association hi again everyone tony cardasco chris Golick. we come to you from las vegas each and every day monday through friday we appreciate you making us your first listen and we appreciate those who stay all the way to the very very end to hear all the gaffes okay that's when we make our most mistakes 
is it's our money like shot. It's our bring, money shot. It's our money shot. And that's when we start to sway the most. And yeah, it is our money shot. And again, our YouTube crazy cat man. Dude. The whiskers, dude. That's throwing me off. It's kind of creepy. Okay. So <clears throat> check out the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. All that. Uh Saturday at Carolina. Sunday at St. Louis. Wow, this is going to be a couple of tough, tough games. And we will see, again, if EGK can play well in a back-to-back. The goalie carousel we just spoke about, I'm not really sure if Jonathan Quick can withstand, uh, what is it, three games over four days, basically, right? And that's going to be a pretty tough deal. Uh, Carolina comes off of that 3-2 to loss here against VGK. So uh, the rematch, I know that Bruce Cassidy had mentioned that this was a really good tight-checking game for the VGK at times, and they prevailed in that one. Uh, Golden Knights, I, I mean, again, I think the magic number on this trip is four more points, and then I think that they will be definitely implanted into the playoffs. But Edmonton won again. Uh, like it seems like everyone in the division um, is is keeping up. Yeah, and but the, see- the gap for uh, where Calgary is 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 dropping big time for the playoff qualifier at least. Yeah, but but uh, Calgary and Winnipeg has a very tough schedule down the stretch, and they're starting to fade a little bit, you know, on the tail end of things. But uh, Kraken lost last night, which was a pretty. Big I watched game. the end of that game. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, uh, ended in uh, close to a big play <clears throat> there, right? too but in any event so i think you know if they get the four more points i think they're in a good position you know headed back to las vegas so as far as this road trip went i wanted to see six points with one of those victories coming against tampa and or carolina that box has been checked the florida game you know rough start and really not a lot difference than the Tampa game, except VGK found a way to, you know, pot some pucks, obviously. And that early goal was certainly a huge help. But, you know, long periods of time where VGK didn't have a lot of offensive output is the, the point I was making when I compared the two games. I loved Connor McDavid's quote early in the season. We owe him a game. We owe him a game when I think they played Minnesota. Minnesota not beat him. So McDavid was saying, OK, we owe him a game, which is a very polite way of saying we're going to kick your blankety blank when we see you next time. So VGK beats Carolina 3-2, to two, great game last uh, Wednesday night at T-Mobile Arena. Since then, Carolina wins 6-1 to one in Arizona. They win 6-0, to oh, 6 to nothing in Tampa. They win 4-3 against Montreal. They win one to nothing against Philly. So we've kind of, uh, you know, Carolina was in a rough spot for a while there, even when they faced VGK. And I think we've kind of uh, awoken the beast, right, a little bit. And Carolina is a beast that could represent the East uh, when the dust settles, obviously, uh, when the Stanley Cup playoffs arrive. So now uh, Carolina owes the VGK a game, and you bet your butt Saturday night they're going to they're gonna try and find a way to uh, pay back what the VGK did to them. And same deal, VGK is coming in, riding a little bit of a high streak. Um, I want to see what the fallout is, right? You know, you have all these uh, fights and these things that happen in a physical game. Let's hope, uh, I'm assuming the team's not practicing today because, well, they didn't even practice yesterday either because apparently it's that time of year. But I'm curious if uh, there's anything like if Pavel Dorofiev somehow draws into the lineup because any of the you know top uh, top twelve forwards, or if uh, somehow Ben Hutton draws in because someone needs a day here. Um, honestly, and I hope this isn't the case, but I could see a path where VGK does some weird lineup things against Carolina and says, "Listen, we're gonna 
we're not going to sacrifice the game, but we're going to make sure we get the win. Um, oh, wow. It's Carolina. In the, no, I'm sorry. I look at the wrong schedule here. Make sure they find a way to uh, beat the blues on Sunday. And if they can get lucky against Carolina, get a point. Cool. And, you know, like I said, I just hope there's no injuries and no surprises. But I mean, Aiden Hill was a surprise injury, right? We didn't know about that. And all of a sudden, boom, he's a, uh, I didn't even hear the story. He was back on his way to Vegas already. So that's, um, it's unfortunate. Anti Ranta for Carolina got injured. So he is out. I thought that they would face Freddie him. Anderson. Yeah. Well, either him or Piotr Kachikol, uh, uh was. Kachetov. Yeah. Kachetov. Yeah. Kachetov. Kachikol. Whatever. I don't you know, yeah, I just butchered his name, Kachikov. So he came up and then uh, had the shutout against really? <laughs> against the Flyers, whatever, Kachikov. And uh, Svechnikov had the goal, the game-winning goal. Kachikov had the goal. Svechnikov had the goal. Kachikov. <laughs> I said Svechnikov <laughs> had the goal. <laughs> okay, so in any event, enough of our Russian studies course here. Kachikov, then- actually, Kachikov did score a goal. Kachikov did score a goal uh, last week. He got a goalie goal. So there you go. See, told you. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's move on here. Uh, so, oh, and uh, we were talking about Pulivari <laughs> last week. Yeah. Right? Yep. He can't get his visa uh, when, you know, <laughs> he can't get his visa. So he's on the IR. <laughs> I mean, before you make a trade. Now, that's a trick player. that VGK hasn't enabled yet. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a Ooh, really that's a good one. That's a really good way to Oh McCrimmon. I know you listen, McCrimmon. So put that one in the put that one in the in the <laughs> Rolodex you got in your deck. Let's go. Uh St. Louis, man. What do they have left? Uh they play I mean, VGK well. St. Louis and VGK do have some fun games whenever they yeah, do match but, up. But what do they have left after you know Craig Ruby had blasted the veterans and then they pretty much essentially cleaned house and VGK was a beneficiary as well? Yes. Uh, now and Ryan Ryan O'Reilly got hurt. Actually broke his hand. That sucks. Yeah, so he's out now. You know, in in any event, but all, with all those trades, uh, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what they're going to have left in the tank here. Not much, game. not much. Okay, but that's, there's you pride. Have to get two points there, and you have to get two points against Philly. Exactly. So I mean, listen, I'll I'll try, I'll call it success if we can find a way to sneak one point tomorrow uh, in Carolina and uh, do our job. Obviously, on the second part of that back to back, and then. Don't sleep on that Philly game. I mean, Philly, you know, unfortunately, they um, they only allowed Carolina to score one goal. But same breath, they only allowed Carolina to score one goal. And uh, so VGK is going to have to work hard. And remember, VGK had a weird game against Philly, uh, T-Mobile Arena, back in November, actually, when Shea Theater got hurt by the um, what was most likely an incidental knee-on-knee that knocked Theodore out for, you know, he was week to week that wound up being close to two months. So, you know, it's another example of uh, what these injury designations mean, but you know, we're putting, uh, we're putting the, the, the sword ahead of the night right now, like that sword ahead of the night. We're putting the, we're putting the rattler and head of the snake right now, guys. So let's, uh, let's focus on uh, finding a way to get a couple, get at least get one point against uh, what's going to be a tough Carolina team, tough back to back against St. Louis. Hopefully the boys can uh, get right for that game. And, Seven, if they can get seven points on this trip, Tony. That's huge. That's huge right now. It's not about just qualifying for the playoffs. It's about getting a way to win the division right now. That's the target, and uh, it's going to be razor thin all the way to the end. Dallas had ten goals last night. Did you see that? Yeah, that was Robin Leonard's and Jack Eichel's fault. Hundred percent. Hundred. I cannot believe Jack Eichel and Robin Leonard allowed the Sabers to give up ten goals last night. I could read the lips a little bit on the chirp last night from uh, from Eichel though, and. 
he was like, yeah, that was, that was really cool. That was really cool. Like that. You just smashed me. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was really good. It's all he's got, he man. Just be it's quiet. all he's got. It's all he's got. He should just be quiet and go to the bench. He wanted none of that sauce. Coming up next, <laughs> it is that time. It's that time for WTF, What the Stinking Friday. Now I put an S in there. What the Friday. That comes your way next. What the right Freaking Friday. On yeah, Locked On Golden Knights. <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. Chris is swaying over there. Oh, my goodness. Why are you so nervous, man? He didn't sway so much last night, but he is tan. He is South Beach Bruce. He really is. It's uh, that time again for WTF with the Friday. Go to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, for more shenanigans than you could ever imagine. And please subscribe. Okay, time for WTF. You can go first. That's fine. I don't have very much today. I've been doing hoops all this week. I want to know... When did Aiden Hill become the savior of the VGK? <laughs> like, Probably. I want to know how the VGK fan base got themselves in this spot where, oh my God, Aiden Hill is going to miss some time, which might be some more time now. But, oh my God, Aiden Hill is going to be gone. Our season is absolutely over. When did this happen? Now, listen, I'm not knocking Aiden Hill. 16 and 7, great goals against, great save percentage, doing a fine job. But let's pump the brakes a little bit. It's Aiden Hill. He's our second string goaltender right now. Everything's going to be okay. Remember season one? Mark Andre Fleury goes down. Oh, no. Malcolm Subban goes down. Oh, my God. Malcolm Subban. Malcolm friggin' Subban. Oscar Dance goes down. Oh, my God. Who's not even in the NHL anymore? In comes Maxim Lagasse. Who? Maxim Lagasse. Guys, listen, we have Jonathan Quick, who is greater, equal to or greater than all three of those goalies, not named Marc-Andre Fleury a second ago. Jonathan Quick can get us through until at least Logan Thompson comes back and or Bressois, or if Aiden Hill, you know, whatever test he's having, come back favorable. Maybe I'll have to climb a little hill. He'll come back in. So VGK fans just pumping these uh, these message boards, these Twitter conversations, these Facebook groups with all this drama that, Oh, my God, there's no Aiden Hill. We are toast. We got a two-time Stanley Cup winner in goal right now who is fresh. He's fresh. So just, just chill out, everybody. Just <clears throat> relax. What the Friday? Just relax. It's going to be okay, I promise. I saw the tweet yesterday, WTF, <clears throat> does Tony ever pick VGK? Fans, yeah. Yeah. VGK fans should be very, very happy that I do not pick VGK. Right? Think about it. Because when I pick the other team, the Golden Knights prevail. Okay? WTF there. WTF from at Theodore for life. Our lack of scoring makes me say hashtag WTF. Of course, you're defending. You are defending Jonathan Quick. And I am saying bet this thinking over WTF. You know, you, you can't argue the fact that Jonathan Quick has given up multiple third-period goals in his first two starts. So we couldn't even get into it in the first segment. I get why he drifted on the last goal. There's no team in the NHL that moves the puck better side-to-side, side, you know, east and west than the Tampa Bay Lightning. And he was stopping those one-timers the whole game. But you have to give Nikita Kucherov all the credit in the world for knowing what Quick was going to do and finding, I think it was Braden Point right in the middle there. Phenomenal oh, nice. play. Nikita yeah. Kucherov, all the credit in the world. Quick, listen, he took a chance. He took a chance. He whiffed. So be it. I'm glad we got a goalie that's willing to stick to his guns and do that instead of trying to trying to do the safe approach. So 
All right, here we go, guys. You ready? Check this out here. For, forget that it's Brent Burns, okay? So you guys know my living is opening packs of hockey cards for people, okay? I like the 3D effect. Yeah, it's still whatever. But point being is there's all these different insert cards that come out. And they have like a you know a name about it, whether it's an autograph or a signature or a young gun, um, portraits, um, game used card, whatever it may be. I'm just going through some random things. So the good folks at Upper Deck Hockey, like when they get together in whatever these boardrooms are, where they have these conversations. Some schmuck got up and said, guys, let's name a card. Hustle. Hustle. Hits. Never quits. That's really going to make people spend 100 bucks a box because they're going to get a hustle, hit, and never quit parallel. This is honest to God. Oh, no. I can't even oh, remember no. this. Wow. This is honest no, to God. No. The dumbest insert. And I don't care that it's, a, that it's a, a shark. This is the no dumbest way. insert ever. Like, Hustle, hustle, hit, never quit. I'm actually going to save this part right here, but what is hustle, that hit, right the hustle, hit, never quit. But, you know, just the dumbest, dumbest thing in the world, Upper Deck. So shame on you for this hustle, hit, never quit. It's just dumb, dumb. What WTF Upper Deck hustle, hit, hustle, hit. I'm going to never mind. Never mind. Never okay. Mind. <laughs> Do you remember when this might be before your time, but on the back of cereal boxes, way, way, way back when missing persons would happen. They would on the back of cereal oh, boxes. Oh, milk, milk cartons. Cards. Sorry, my bad. Uh, so on the back of cereal boxes, they used to have three D cards. At yes, one point. I do remember, remember that. that? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like you get them inside the boxes too. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. But you might not remember this one. There were plastic records that you could put on. Yeah, you could put on the turntable way back in the day what's on a, the what's back. A, what's a record? Good point. Okay, I'm going to give credit to one. Kelly McCrimmon. I'll give him a little bit of credit. He's going to get some props on today's show. And as again with Bruce Cassidy, because they did say that they were going to mitigate risks when they signed Jonathan Quick. They know that this goalie carousel has always, always, always been iffy. And so they signed Jonathan Quick as that insurance policy. That's what they did. And lo and behold, and you always wonder, though, no, I'm not going to go there and be negative because I was wondering if Hill was already starting to wear down and already was injured. But WTF, good move, good move to sign Jonathan Quick as the insurance policy. WTF. I'm going to double double down on a good WTF, right? So VGK, every trade deadline, it's a splash. They trade more and more chunks of their future. F those picks, you know. But look at what they did this trade deadline, guys. Jonathan Quick, insurance policy. Well, that insurance policy, uh, you know, it's like that policy you get and like two months later, you're at the doctor getting everything fixed and stuff because, uh, you know, it's it's paying off right now. You are they are getting a better return on what their uh, daily investment is, so to speak, off of Jonathan Quick. You get Teddy Bluger, who there's not one NHL, Booger. one VGK Booger. Yeah, yeah Freddie Krueger. They signed Freddy Krueger to the Golden Knights. Not one VGK fan in any circle was saying, "Ooh, we got to get Teddy Bluger. It's really going to help this team. And then Barbashev, same thing. Um, I lightly, jokingly mentioned Barbashev. I should find the clip where I said, ah, this is a guy that maybe they will target because he had a 60-point season. And then, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah, but I remember you saying that. Yep, they yep. have mined, you know, three big reasonably priced talents. And I think Barbashev and Bluger both are going to be with this team. I don't think they're rentals. I think they're going to find a way to keep them aboard next season. And even, I mean, I don't think Jonathan Quick comes back, but we'll cross that bridge another day, but we'll cross that hill another day. But point being is 
give McCrimmon, give McPhee, give the scouts, give whatever the circles are. And I think also Cassidy, give all these fellows some credit for what they've accomplished at this deadline because they didn't go and get that Patrick Kane. They didn't get Tarasenko, whether they were going to or not, or Timo Meyer for that matter. You know, they got three solid pieces. This is this is the patch ready deal, guys. This is shipping Pat Max patch ready for future considerations, but re-signing Nick Wah, re-signing Nick Haig, re-signing Keegan Colasar, having money left over to get Riley Smith back involved. So, you know, let's you gotta give these guys some credit. You gotta give them some credit. And I'll double down on WTF as well, guys. People are still flipping out about the goaltending situation. We're still first place in the division. First place in the West. In the West, yeah. Stop trying to make something out of nothing. Just stop it. Enjoy the time. Enjoy the circus. At Chuck Dickerson. Uh, at Chuck Dickerson 12. Uh, what an unbelievable finish. As spectacular as it was, I would have been content with a nice 3-1 to one victory in regulation WTF. Fair couple of goals within the final what, three minutes of the game. So that's uh, a little concerning. Can we add that those three goals, that those two goals came against the three time in a row Eastern Conference champion who back to back is not the Stanley right. Cup champion. He's not right. Who, He's not right. Who Bassey. also, what's that? Bassey's not right, man. I don't know what the goals that he gave up. Like, you know, he wasn't tested a lot. This okay. Is so the, the Willie one, the Willie one, he almost fanned. He didn't know that he went in. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, Nikita Kucherov. I no, no, that, that was, that was designed. That was designed. Nikita Kucherov. Just watch okay, those goals. Okay. And same thing with uh, the five hole again, Eichel, and then the finish by Martinez, which was nice. I the mean, va- No, the, the game winning goal. That was bad. That was bad on Vasilevsky. Like yeah, that, was that was definitely, awful. it snuck five through the arm. Well, whatever. Oh, whatever no, 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 through, no, no. Yeah. It was the arm. That's right. The first one was yeah. the Carlson one was the five hole. Right. That one just went through like over there. Through the no, arm. he's got, he's got to do a He has to have a better effort on that. No doubt. hundred percent. But you know, he's he's still a playoff bassy until proven otherwise. And that whole team defensively has struggled, guys. We talked, we did talk about this on the show. We talked about how they've been since post-All-Star break. Uh, I did mention a couple times during the game, you know, that defensive woes are continuing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And John Cooper is not happy. He had to look at death on his face a couple times when the cameras went in. Oh, WTF, the Tampa Bay radio, guys. I, I went to a good old teriyaki madness last night to mm-hmm. have a little have a little grub uh, between the second and third period. And the Tampa Bay radio announcers, the homers, might be the worst. The The commentator's fine. The, the gentleman who does the color, I think Phil something is his name. All like like something happens in the game. There's a turnover. All you hear in the background, oh, God, I can't believe that happened again. Like <laughs> this dude is grumpier than this grumpy neighbor we used to have that was just so grumpy. There was kids playing in the neighborhood, drove by, just had a terrible look on his face. I might have uh, sworn at him once and almost had a physical altercation with this guy, but on Super Bowl Sunday, if you, yeah, that was bad. But point being is this guy is grumpy as grumpy can get. So WTF, the Tampa Bay radio team for having uh, the whoever the color commentator is still employed. He's he's the nut low. He's as bad as it gets. WTF, one final one. VGK players need to go to fight school over the offseason because they can't fight. I was surprised. I mean, I thought rule number was, one: don't talk about fight school. No, okay, but okay, Nick Haig. I was shocked that he almost got choked out. He almost got submitted, like Corey Perry. I mean, that's Corey Perry. He fights dirty, dude. He fights dirty. He had him in the chokehold. He had him like under. He almost got it in there. 
almost dug in, man. That was really tough. <laughs> they need to learn how to fight. McNabb, just thrown down like a sack of potatoes. McNabb, um, McNabb is not a fighter. McNabb, he, he's got one of the best hip checks Martinez, in the league. He is not a fighter. Martinez shouldn't fight. Oh, my oh goodness. I agree with that. Yeah, and Martinez gets the gate GWG last night. Yeah, like I know. that's, you know, I mean, you look at, you know, I think that was something with all the players that got thrown out of the game, which is why he got the OT shift. But man, I mean, this, you know, it's, it's fun. Uh, 122 minutes is my kind of hockey game. WTF. When Ashley asked Jonathan quick about all the fisticuffs and stuff. Well, first of all, she starts off, you know, Hey, from your perspective, you know, what'd you see out there? And Jonathan quick says, no, he will, you know, it's better. He's like, it's a hockey game. (laughs) And then, (laughs) um, and then she asked about, you know, when the melee happened, if he was going to go jump and he's like, nah, the boys had handled. (laughs) Yeah, no way. No way. Jonathan quick is so good with the media. Like he's going to, you know, like it's a game to him. He wants to get these scrums over with as fast as possible, but still doing, do it without, you know, coming across as just being a, being a a word that rhymes with a guitar pick. You know what I mean? That's uh. That's how quick does it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, it rhymes with quick. It rhymes with quick. There you go. Guitar pick. I like that. And of course, a special shout out to South Beach Bruce. Still had, he still had the the, the tan going. And I don't think it was a spray on tan either. He spent some time at the beach. Or the you think he's board. a speedo guy or like a long like long beach short guy? What do you think? More to come on Monday's show. I, I don't even know how to respond. Is that good? We've Take got a back to back, yeah, back to back coming up this weekend. We'll recap that and much, much more on Monday's show. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Thanks for all your WTF comments. For my man, Chris Collock, you all have a great weekend. I'm Tony Kardaska. We'll see you Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights.